the shortest intro snippet ever. Should you start an email newsletter? Well, the answer is hell yes. If you are having any doubt or mind trash around emailing others, we're diving in deep today. Welcome to the Grow Your Business for Good show. This is a place where coaches and consultants gather so you can learn how to lead a world-class business that does not tax your time, your energy, or your financial resources. We are your hosts, M. Shannon Hernandez. And Amy Hager of the Joyful Business Revolution. And our number one goal is to bring you clarity and insight on how to grow your business for good. So many people beat themselves up over not having an email newsletter. And I'm going to ask you to stop beating yourself up because today's the day. Let's get started with your email newsletter. So we're going to dive in on how to actually get started with your first ever newsletter and get over all of that mind trash, like Shannon calls it, and and start communicating to the people who have already told you they like you. It's amazing. Yes. And this is also for those of you who have this shame spiral going on. You've emailed your list, but for whatever reason, no judgment, you've stopped emailing them. Life got busy. You forgot. You know, you had to walk the dog, whatever it is. um, This is for you too. Let's restart if you need to restart and let's start if you need to start. And one of the reasons I love, this should be no surprise to any of you, email community building, email marketing is because I see my email list as one, a community and two, my email is a community building tool. Hmm. It is not the place where I um, am salesy, salesy, salesy. Do I sell? Hell yeah, I do. I got a business to run. All right. And it's not the place where I deprioritize it and and let it slip because I've been there before and I've had to like restart myself. Right. But email is the most sustainable way to grow your business, get you off of that social media marketing rat race that so many of you are on. Um, and deepen relationships with the people who want to hear from you. This is the thing I love about email. People have given you permission and they trust you and they say, I want to hear from you. And then we often tell ourselves, well, I don't want to overwhelm them. I don't want to spam them. Do I have anything important to say? Blah, blah, blah. Mind trash, y'all. Mind trash. So, Amy, I think we've sold people on it. (laughs) (laughs) If you haven't been sold, please reach out and let's talk about what else might be uh, mind trashing your mind. But really, you know, email doesn't have to be this salesy, spammy thing. You're not bothering people. And I know that you know This work that you do in this world is important. It can help people. And giving the people the chance who said, yes, I I like you. I want to hear from you. The chance to actually hear from you is so important. I say this all the time. You can't say the wrong thing to the right person. Oh, that is music to my ears. (laughs) Well, I'm pretty sure you came up with it. 
So <laughs> yeah, but I just forgot till you said it. I really need uh, to hear that. I will today. say it again. I will say it again. You can't say the wrong thing to the right person. And so know what you have to say is important. And if that is something that you are struggling with, reach out because in our monthly content personality club, we come up with a theme every single month so that you have something that you can email your list. And so there are important things in you that you want to say. You just might not be able to pull them out of yourself. And that's okay. That's what we're here to help you do. But another question that I get often is, speaking of often, how often do I send people emails? How often do I send an email newsletter? And so what is it for us in the Joyful Business Revolution brand? What are we doing, Shannon? Well, in the Joyful Revolution brand, I send an email on Monday. And it's a beautiful email from my heart. It's relatable. We'll talk about that in a minute. It usually has some personal story, even if I'm selling a workshop ticket or selling a, an event ticket or whatever, selling a retreat. It doesn't matter. It's, it's relatable. It's rooted in story. It goes out on Monday. Okay. If I need to send additional emails, I don't always need to. I send an additional one on a Thursday. All right. And my reasoning here is Monday, people are starting their week. They maybe haven't read the Monday email. They're going to get caught up on the weekend. A Thursday email will pop in. They'll be like, oh, she's here again. What's going on? All right. So I've trained our audience. If I don't email on Monday, you better believe people are in my inbox saying, where's the email? Mm -hmm. And that's a loyalty, right? That is a loyalty. They are looking forward to the emails. Okay. So that's a, that's the Joyful Business Revolution brand. I also just started a newsletter um, actually this week for my book, which is called Joy News. It's all about the Practical Joy book, what's going on in the community, our joy camp we're going to be hosting um, in Vermont. That's a once a month email. Okay, so it's a very different purpose. People have the book, they're working through the book. I want them to get to know me as an author. If we've got an event, that's a different kind of vibe, but they have signed up for that scavenger hunt that's over there on um, practicaljoybook.com. And they're interested in hearing from the author. They're interested in, in reconnecting with their joy each and every month. So, um, those are how like the frequency that we are committed to here in both Joyful Business Revolution and the Practical Joy brand. And we have some clients that actually feel like a couple times a week is what works best for them. And usually they're shorter emails and we do have to think through the theme and make sure things are tied together so it's not completely rando all the time. I get it. Like, we want your email marketing strategy to be flexible when you do feel inspired that you could do something or an event comes up and you want to write about like a personal event. Like this last one was about Shannon and her spouse, Maria. And um, but also like if you're once a week, that's fine. If you're once a month, that's fine. So check in with your energy and what feels right for you is actually what the answer is to that question. How often? Well, what feels right to you? How often do you want to speak to your list? Yeah. And I'd also say, how often do you like receiving emails from the people you actually want to hear from, right? I, I've helped clients in the past. They want to send an email every day and I support them in that. They, they 
They give me their reasons. They love so-and-so. They get an email every day. It's a thought question in the inbox. It's that's great for me. That would never work. It would never work for me personally. Like I cannot be swamped down like that every day with an email from the same person. Um, but I also don't want to read emails from the same person every day. That's not my energy. So a lot of times when people come to us and they're looking for this kind of elevated, lovely email marketing strategy and building campaigns, we really start with, well, what do you like? What kind of emails do you like to receive? How often do you like to receive them? Which ones make you smile? What do you like about the ones? Because we want you to create what feels good to you. And there's already clues there based on what's in your inbox, right? Mm -hmm. So I love that piece. Um, one of the things I've been learning um, from Liz Wilcox, who actually will be a guest um, in this season, is how to make the opening lines of emails more relatable. Mm. And I'm part of her email membership um, club. And I just can't wait to introduce you all to her uh, later in this season. But she really helps us understand that that first line is really about being relevant and being um, not necessarily human, like I don't have a problem being a human, but making it relevant. And so a great example is um, I just sent an email and the opening line was, hey, here in New Jersey, the temperatures are starting to get colder. And with the change of seasons, I'm also thinking about the change of seasons in my business. What's yeah. going on where you're at in business? right? I don't care about their weather, but that was relatable. And a lot of people actually responded to that um, email. And so I've been really focusing the last couple of weeks on making sure that opening line is relevant. And it it feels like I'm just like having a, a phone conversation or a coffee chat with somebody. And that has been a, a big shift for me because I'm conversational like that and that works for me, but as a marketer and somebody that teaches marketing all day long, I kind of forgot about that along the way. And I just, as I said in the last episode, I just want to jump in and like say the things and get on with it. Like I'm not a small talk person. Yeah. Well, and I think it is important. A lot of people think sometimes that their email marketing or their email newsletter is the end all be all and it's going to make the quote unquote sale. But when you can start thinking about your email marketing and your email newsletter as a way to start a conversation, because conversations lead to sales. I'm going to say that again. Conversations lead to sales. So is your email marketing conversational? Is it like having a coffee chat with somebody? Revolutionize your messaging and marketing with story. Hop on over to joyfulbusinessrevolution.com backslash 65 story ideas to grab a resource that will help you craft stories that grow your community, convert prospects to clients, and increase your visibility and impact. So think through that. And also if you're like, gosh, I don't even know what these two are talking about or how to make any of this conversational, start where you're at, my friend. Get yourself consistent into that habit of sending the newsletter, how often you want to send it. We can always work on the messaging as you get consistent. Yeah. And often starting your email, whether it's the first one or it's because you've taken a pause and you need a restart, 
it's often opening and saying, hey, I know you haven't heard from me in a while. Or, hey, this is the first email. Welcome to my community. Or, hey, life got busy. And tell the truth. Like, be a human. That's what relatable means, right? Hey, life got busy. My mom had a stroke. Um, I in My spouse lost her job. And it's been really hard around here. But here I am. I'm going to have a restart. Say what is. The number one thing we coach in content that converts, say what is. Be a human. You don't need to have a facade. You don't need to be perfect. You don't need to have it all figured out. That is not what your people are looking for. Right. And I think the other thing too, as we've been working with people, Shannon, a lot of people really struggle with, with being personal and telling stories and I just got back from teaching a session live in person today. And one of the women in the room was like, I don't want to talk about my family and my kids. I don't want to talk about my divorce. That has literally nothing to do with anything that I do in my in the work that I provide. And I was like, all right, if those things are off the table, what do you want to talk about? Talk about? And she's like, I really love reading books. Can we just talk about books? I was like, well, we can talk about books. Yes. And then I'm like, well, I don't read a lot of books. So we're going to have to talk about like Harry Potter and Misty of Chikating because, you know, I read in the children's section. But we really created this whole idea about the stories that she's going to share are the stories about things that she's reading. And I love that. she loves people who read and want to talk about books. And so I think it's finding out what personal story you do want to share and know that it's okay. You don't have to share everything. And if you're still sitting there and you're like, oh, I, I need a help. I need help getting started. Come hang out with us in Miami um, April 25th and 27th. That's what we're going to be doing is we're going to take a few days to dive deep into story, into your personal story and how to share what you want to share with the world to really then start connecting deeply with the hearts and souls of your audience. Yeah, I'm so excited about the story immersion event um, because y'all, you don't have one story. Oh, you have like 40 stories already today that we could be being more human, being more relatable and using it in your marketing to warm them up, right? People buy from people. And so if you're thinking, wow, I've got more than one story or I've got 40 stories in a day, come join us in Miami. You can get the information at joyfulbusinessrevolution.com backslash story immersion. We'd love to have you there, right? So we've talked about some important things. We've talked about personal story. We've talked about creating an experience and being human. Um, There's a human on the other side reading your email. So write to a human. You are a human, write to a human. We've talked about being relatable with your opening lines and making sure that they're relevant. And then the last thing that I've really um, been experimenting with the last really two months or so is asking for replies. And let me tell y'all, Jordan, who is our client care and, and looks at the emails over in HQ uh, for Joyful Business Revolution, She's she got a little worried because I forgot to warn her that I was going to be asking for these replies. And the inbox 
filled up. People were telling me what kind of soups they were making for the winter. Uh, people were telling mm -hmm. me what they're what they were going to do for fun with their joy. And this is all this kind of new conversational initiative because I want people to transform their relationship with email marketing. And right. so I had to tell Jordan, just leave them there. I am going to answer every single person. That is my commitment. Does it take time? Hell yeah, it does. Is it scalable? Relationships are scalable, but they take time, yeah. right? I've literally had people respond back to me this week in email and say, I cannot believe you are actually answering me. Yeah. And I said, I said I was going to answer you. <laughs> I'm a woman of my word, y'all. Yeah. So, are you asking for replies? Are you asking people questions and then saying, please hit reply? I have been over the moon excited about how we're transforming lives and this brand through email marketing and just getting it back to being conversational. It makes my heart so happy. So then we've talked also about some of this mindset stuff, right? Of people have given you permission. They want to hear from you. And, you know, you may feel like you don't have anything important to say, but we've talked about story and things that you can add in there. And the last thing that I think we haven't touched on that really holds people back is they feel like they don't have a big enough list to have a newsletter. Hmm. We talked about this earlier in this season, right? Love every single person on that list. Whether that list is six people, whether that list is 60 people, 600 people, 6,000 people, I don't care. Every person on that list is a human and said yes to you. And so give them some love. You've got to start somewhere. So if you have a list of six and two of them are your parents, well, you're sending it to your parents and the other four people on that list then. Absolutely. Your parents and siblings will eventually come off the list. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Which is good. <laughs> um, I do want to say that, um, yeah, this energy, it's, it's really mindset trash. It's mind trash around the list size, right? <clears throat> it's one of the things that you and I, Amy, have been so committed to trying to change in this industry is that we are not concerned with the quantity of the list. We're concerned with the quality of the list. Yeah. And as you all know, quality of things is often smaller, more curated, more bespoke, custom. And so I don't want anyone to be shaming themselves or upset because whatever number you think is not a big enough number mm -hmm. is, is where you're at. Um, we often said, and we talked about this in an earlier episode, there's someone in our community who said, well, I only have 12 people on my list. And we're like, how many clients do you need? And she's like, I don't know, six. And I'm like, what if the six are sitting on your list? Like build a relationship, reach out to them, ask them for a coffee chat, right? We call it a joy chat in this brand, but you don't, don't let the numbers get into the way of you showing up and conversing and serving the people who have said, I want to hear from you. Yeah. And I think, you know, going through and asking yourself, well, do I know this person on my list? And if not, like Shannon said, reach out, offer to have a joy chat or a coffee chat with them. Get to know the people that have said yes to your stuff and said yes to you. 
And, um, you know, it's funny because, gosh, I've been doing email marketing for a long time. And I realized the other day, it's been 10 or 11 years, we used to have to send two emails out back in the day. One was to mobile users and one was to desktop users. There wasn't this one place that you could create something and it would display properly on everything, which is called responsive. And so the funny thing, though, about that memory popping up is, you know, I used to know a lot of the people on my list, but I didn't know them by their names. I knew them by their email address and then the conversations we had had via email. And so when I finally like got to meet them in real life and they'd be like, Amy, we've been talking for months. This is Bob. And I'm like, Bob, who? Well, I get your newsletter from you every other week. We've been talking about blah, blah, blah. And I'd be like, oh, Bob1932 at gmail.com. <laughs> yes. Why do you know my email so well? Because that's how I could remember these people. And so we want to make sure that we are creating those relationships and you know, getting their name in your database so it's not just an email address was definitely a lesson that I learned really, really quickly. So that way you can address them by their name and you can have a real human conversation with them. So, yeah. And I do want to say this as somebody who's been using email marketing since day one of this business opening, which was 13 years ago, I can't even believe it. Um, I don't have a problem selling to my list. Those of you on the email list, you know this. But I know the reason I don't have the problem selling is because I'm consistent in communicating and giving value. And it's not like, you know, it's like a dark cloud. It's like, oh, my God, I need to sell something. I better go to my list. And then I don't have the shame spiral of, oh, my God, I haven't talked to them. And now I'm going to be too salesy or slimy or spammy or whatever. So you being consistent solves that whole problem. And you can sell to your list. And that is what I want to leave you with today. I love it. Well, now that you have a consistent email newsletter, where else should you be using email in your business? Hold on to your seats because next week we are diving into the one email sequence that every online business owner needs. So don't miss out. We'll see you then. Adios. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Grow Your Business for Good podcast with your hosts, M. Shannon Hernandez and Amy Hager. Come on over to the joyful side of business and marketing. Go to www.joyfulbusinessrevolution.com. And remember our mantra, if it ain't joyful, we ain't doing that shit. If you haven't done so already, please subscribe to this show, leave a review and spread the good news with other coaches and consultants. Adios.